Hi, and welcome to Mountain Talk. I'm Katie Myers. On today's show, we're heading to Grayson, Kentucky, right up near the West Virginia state line, where a group of artists gathered in the Grayson Gallery to put on a benefit show for the Eastern Kentucky Mutual Aid Network. Now, mutual aid isn't a new idea, but if you asked most people what it was two years ago, they might not have known. Over the course of the pandemic, as employment plunged, mutual aid groups started cropping up everywhere. Led by regular people for their neighbors, these groups helped people share resources with each other. Eastern Kentucky Mutual Aid has over 3,000 members in its Facebook group and has offered direct assistance to community members in crisis since early 2020. Sometimes we think of the arts as separate from community work, but as I found out in Grayson, local artists are pitching into mutual aid efforts big time. In Grayson, I talked to the artists holding the benefit show about creating art for the working class from the working class, about helping their communities, and about making space for joy in dark times. How I know I'm with my people. I got a little pride story. I'll tell mine real quick. My, my oldest nephew came out of the closet. I was so proud of him. Most of us in the family, some of us, a few of us in the family are real proud of him. And, uh, he's, he's a country boy, you know what I mean? He's a real country boy, but, you know, he's got big old boy, big boobs, big belt buckle, they match. And uh, we had an event, situation arose, and I'm very proud of my parents. So my dad, my dad is the Southern Baptist preacher. My mom is a Sunday school teacher. I'm an alcoholic. That's just genetics, really. And so I grew up around these folks. I grew up in the church, and I knew them a certain way. But grandkids make you softer, right? Like when I grew up, you couldn't be gay. You couldn't even ask questions. You know what I mean? But says like, like I would be like, uh, you know, a lot of people had questions about the church. Like they would, people would be like, why is Jesus always white? I knew the answer to that. We're racist. But uh, like I want to know why he's hanging on the cross looking like a goth Abercrombie model. That's what I wanted to know. It's always got blood trickled down through an eight pack. That's the miracle to me. Being a felon during election season, that's a lot like being a poor kid at Christmas. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, you can ask for anything you want. You'll get what they damn give you is what you'll get. <laughs> but you're proud of it too, so long as daddy don't burn you with cigarettes again. That's, the, that's my thing. You can laugh at it. <laughs> So I asked these artists, what does mutual aid mean to you? To me, mutual aid is based in community, a sense of community, and taking care of each other. Um, I firmly believe we are all in this together. We are all we have, um, and that we should take care of each other. So uh, mutual aid to me is uh, the skill set of an entire community being used to benefit the greater good. I think what it what it means, what mutual aid to to me, if it, in one word, it just means community, or it's community building is what it is. It's community. If something bad happened and I lost my shop, or Van lost her other job, and we didn't have enough money, like I know I wouldn't go hungry or not have a place to stay. And that might not be because of anybody in my family. That might be because of somebody that that I've met through this. And like that's awesome. That's awesome to have that like backup net. Not saying everybody would be like, "Here's all our money. You're gonna be fine. We're gonna pay your rent." But like I said, I know I wouldn't go hungry and I wouldn't sleep on the street if it came down to it, which is just totally cool to have. We uh, come from different backgrounds, have different life experiences, but with the pandemic and frankly, four years of the Trump administration 
and the alternatives to that. Uh, I think a lot of people were looking at stuff kind of going, oh, we're on our own. You know, they're not going to help us, whoever they are. And, you know, that might mean your local government. It might mean the federal government. It might mean Democrats to you. It might mean Republicans to you. But what, what a lot of people have in common is that feeling of, like, it's up to us to help us. My name is Misty Skaggs. Well, we are here tonight at the first ever Give a Little Gala. It is our first ever in-person fundraiser for EKY Mutual Aid. Um, and that's a group that I've been involved with, oh my gosh, almost two years now I guess we've been going. We started off at the beginning of the pandemic and tonight is really all about raising some money for our community and embracing, oh, sorry, and embracing, you know, everybody who's a part of that community too. So we've got a lot of folks from all over the place around here tonight, and we just have a lot of amazing people, and we're here to hopefully raise some money for our folks, our Kim folks and neighbors. East Kentucky Mutual Aid, well, let's start with what Mutual Aid is. And I get asked that a lot. And uh, honestly, I did not have like a really set definition for that when I came into this group, but I knew I, I did do a little research and I started to read more about the concept. And it is, you know, really it's about solidarity and not charity. And that sounds like such a catchphrase, but it's the truth. Um, it's about people giving what they are able to give and that being enough. Uh, it's about people connecting with other members of their community. And we started out with something as simple as hand sanitizer. I had a connection with a group called Mutual Aid Disaster Relief, who oddly enough, the co-founder is a Kentuckian as well. And I didn't know that until we started talking and I said, okay, so can you guys send me some hand sanitizer? So we started out just getting these huge gallons of hand sanitizer. And I would put the call out on our Facebook group for people to bring me like bottles or jars that they weren't using. And we basically crowdsourced containers for our hand sanitizer. And we gave out like 27 gallons of hand sanitizer in three months. And my mom started to sew masks and then other people just kind of jumped in. And the more we started to trade around clothes, people started to trade around items. So it really just snowballed. The Facebook group went from like 60 people to we have almost 4,000 people now. I think it was 3.8K this morning when I checked. So, and we have members, I mean, as far as you can think of, we have Australian members who donate to mutual aid in Eastern Kentucky because they see that the need is there and they see that our work is going directly to our people. It's not being filtered. We have a community fund and every penny that goes into the community fund goes to the community directly. Wow, that's really powerful. Is that there's fear. There's fear around the idea of giving to individual people and how that money is going to somehow be misused. Like there's this idea that if you give to a charity, there's a board of directors who can dole out that money appropriately and make the right decisions. But a lot of times you're talking about a board of directors that really has no idea what the communities that they're dealing with are going through, or especially not the most vulnerable members of those communities. So mutual aid is about seeing each other, recognizing need, and we don't have paperwork to fill out. We don't have requirements to meet. And you know, there's a lot of charitable help available, but for example, uh, Justice for North Fork is supposed to be getting some charitable help right now, but they have to fill out basically what amounts to a loan application to access the funds that were donated to help them get new homes. So a lot of charitable organizations, I'm not saying that there aren't good ones because we've worked with quite a few around here and a lot of people are working really hard in their charitable organizations. But mutual aid is great for people who can't necessarily go through the more traditional channels and it's just a great way to get to know your neighbors and charity doesn't always make for connection someone has and they are giving to you 
And when you're in a community, like a mutual aid community, someone has and they are sharing with you. They may not be able to give you much, but they'll give you part of what they have. And, you know, that's really, it just kind of, a, to me it struck a chord because that's how I was raised as an Appalachian. I was raised that if your neighbors are hungry, you take some supper over there. If there's a little lady down the road who may not have heat this winter, you go cut some firewood. So mutual aid, I think, is in the genes in Appalachia because we already know that we don't have anybody but each other. We are an abandoned people here in our mountains and we're doing our best to just keep going I think and that's where this whole group came from. Oh my gosh we I'm a writer and a, and a painter I do a little bit of painting and um, a poet and we just have had an amazing turnout from the creative community. Artists want to help. And when you tell them your work has value, then you make that artist feel appreciated and they know that they're doing something that really matters to their community. So we, the arts, we, this group wouldn't have happened without creatives, without musicians, without artists to make logos. And like, uh, like Raina Roon from J Juniper Moon made our, made our uh, flyers for tonight for free, you know, just because she's that kind of person. And so the creative community has really embraced us like hardcore. I think maybe it's because, again, you go into a charitable organization, maybe you don't feel quite as welcome, being a weirdo or whatever, but we are like, we'll take everybody, weirdos welcome, and all you nice, wholesome looking folks too. Like we want those people to mingle and mix and connect with each other. So I think the arts really helps, helps that. It absolutely is. And I think that's another great thing about Appalachia. You know, it's like some of us became artists out of necessity. You know, like we just figured out how to do things that we couldn't afford, that we wanted or that we needed in our lives. And so, I mean, I think, yeah, most of the people in there are working class. You're not going to find artists who are, even if they are just working artists, you know, making their living as their career as artists. I don't mean just in any kind of diminishing way, but, you know, it's it's constant struggle and I think that also is why the mutual aid concept appeals too because these people who are out there trying to live their creative dream and fulfill that need are just floundering the same way as everybody else is right now so I mean the arts has always been like inextricable to me too so because my political voice and my personal experiences all come through in my poetry and my work so to me it's always been really interconnected so yeah it feels very bread and roses yeah 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 it is yeah <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Thank you. Have you had a good night too? Yeah, it's been good, really fun. Good. Yeah, uh, well, I would like you guys to join our Facebook group and you can follow us on Twitter. We're active on there. We've got an Instagram. We don't use it a whole lot, but you can definitely find our presence on social media. And what I would in encourage people to do is join the group. Even if you feel like you don't necessarily have anything to give right now, you sometimes just listening to a person who's hurting is like the biggest thing that you could do as far as aiding another human being. So I would encourage you to come find us online on social media and you know we've got the actually two weeks from tonight we're gonna do our next 606 really free yard sale so we're taking donations right now we have uh, seven counties participating so far so it's all gonna be on July 31st in several counties you can check our Facebook group for all that info too so we're totally taking donations right now if anyone has any donations you want to get in touch with me or EKY mutual aid I can put you in touch with the organizer who's closest to you for the yard sale so we're excited and this gala has gone well so I think we're gonna try to make this a regular thing and do this again soon here at the gallery.
my name is Raina Rue and I'm the owner, well, co-owner and artist of Juniper Moon Folk Arts. I uh, run it with my partner Van Gibson. I draw, print, cut, seal, glue all of my own um, artwork into shrinky dink pins. And then I also make bolo ties and magnets, and I have stickers printed of my artwork, so it's like a little bit of everything. Like, rural queers have existed where I come from forever, but when I was younger, we never had any representation. I didn't see any queer art or queer people or weird people because they were probably hiding and too afraid to come out. So now that I have an opportunity to like show off what it's like and like express what it's like to be a rural queer, I want to do that as much as possible. So every chance I get to incorporate like the language or the dialects of Eastern Kentucky or the flora and the fauna, like anything that I can bring in but like have this weird, queer, kitschy twist on it is like A plus for me, that's my favorite thing. Even in like little DIY situations like this where we just throw something together to like help out people who need it, I think it's just super important for artists to be here because we do, most some of us have a an audience and I think it's really important to use that audience for good like every chance that we can get. Um, we love doing things like this and then we've also done things with like Holler Health Justice and different reproductive rights organizations where we'll like design a pen and sell it and then give the proceeds to them. We funded abortions with our pen sales before. Um, i trying to think of what else we did. What other charities? There's been a few. Um, Sexy Sex Ed, we sold pins for them and then donated some of the proceeds to their um, first efforts when they started out. Um, so yeah, we like to just like stick our butts in every chance we can get when it comes to charity and uh, mutual aid and stuff like this. With Misty, my lovely Misty here, running um, the website and putting all these things together, like she was really my introduction into mutual aid. Like before I became friends with her online through some weird Facebook group, I don't even know where we met. But before that, like, I gave to charities here and there personally, but I had never incorporated, like, my business into it or thought to do anything like that. And then I saw her, like, selling her art and just, like, busting her ass constantly trying to help people. And I was like, I want to hang out with her and I want to be a part of that and I want to do it as often as I can. Because it just it feels great on so many levels and she helps so many people. And, like, I'll do it for as long as I can, for sure. What are, what are like, the needs that you see around you? Oh, my gosh. Uh utility bills, eviction notices, um, gas gas money to get to the store, milk money for mothers. I mean, just like, like even me, like I've had emergency vet bills and stuff come up when it was just not a good month for me and I didn't have the money and mutual aid has, like, money's just showed up in my account. So like, car, car repairs. Misty got me $200 for car parts when I didn't have any money to get my freaking car fixed. And I've only known her for like three years. And I have people who have known me my whole life that didn't offer any help up that could have. So it's like, it's a whole family that we've created here and I feel like super supported by everybody in it. Well, I love dropping money in people's Venmos and Facebook or uh, PayPal's like, People, sometimes you just need money. Like, sometimes you just need freaking $20 to get through for the week. And, and the relief of getting that $20 and filling your gas tank up a little bit more is, like, it can be life-changing. It can really lift you up.
Yeah, uh, Warren Tidwell, and I'm from Auburn, Alabama. I'm with Hometown Action. Uh, we are a social justice organization in Alabama. Goodness, I am very definition of blue collar. I was a mechanic who got into activism uh, through disaster recovery. Um, and because where I come from in Alabama, it's always, you know, tornadoes every other day, it seems like. And it's a particularly bad area for that. And of course, we can get hurricanes out of the Gulf. Um, I found an organization that I'm aligned with politically, and I get to do mutual aid work through them, which is cool. As a mechanic, perfect example, um, I'm able to repair cars for people for free um, or for just like the, co the cost of the parts or something, you know what I mean? Just to make sure that they can keep going, the working class folks. Um, because a lot of times you have families that have one car and they have two parents that are having to share that. And if that car breaks, then you've lost all the income in that family. If you go back in the not too distant past, uh, that's the way communities uh, operated. You know, you had people who were able to do certain things and they were, it's not that mutual aid should be transactional, but it is, it, it kind of is in a way in that it allows folks to take care of each other, depending on that skill set, just like with the automotive repair that I'm able to do. Um, but no, I don't see it as working towards something. I, I see it as, uh, as a basis for community and, um, and as the future. And when I say that is because we need to get these systems in place. Now, I am not, um, I'm not what you would call a Pollyanna. I know that we need to build institutional power uh, so that we can truly change things. But I think that when it comes to power building and base building, mutual aid is key to that. I deal with a lot of really heavy things. You know, I, I work with a lot of folks who have gone through the worst traumas imaginable. And I believe if I didn't have that ability to process it through my writing that I wouldn't be able to do the work. So absolutely. Um, I, I do, I have in the past uh, painted and sculpted and I, I, did, I feel like I have the mind of a creator. And I read somewhere at, at one, I don't remember where I saw this or heard it, but it was like um, creating is like inhaling and exhaling. And inhaling is like you take in the creation or the works of art or writings of other people, and exhaling is your contribution to the world through that. And that always struck me as just a really powerful thing. Uh, art, to me, um, is what makes life worth living. I mean, when you look at music and, and things like that, the creation of our, our artists and our creators, just like through the pandemic, you know, the, the, the movies and all of those things that people made helped us get through that. And I think it's a vital part of, of our existence. And I think that, just like you said with mutual aid, like being something to work towards, I think in the Western world, and because of capitalism, we feel like we're constantly having to work towards something. And then we lose the mindfulness we need. We're not in the moment. We're not, you know, enjoying just being alive. And I think that art...
up? Uh, I'm Drew Morgan, one half of the Into the Abyss podcast, uh, art share, and comedy tour. And I'm a comedian and a writer. Uh, I'm DJ Lewis. Uh, I'm the other half of Into the Abyss art share uh, church, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist. This is going to sound like a silly question, but what is community? Like? What does that mean? Community means, oh man, it can mean various things. It takes on various different forms. You have an online community, but I think a, a base of individuals, so, you know, I guess you could call it a solid base of individuals who are without having, you know, any type of, have a, a one area space. To confine and have to, I mean, let's see, community. <laughs> now, let's to see. me, community is a group of people who have nothing in common other than each other and how they want to, uh, and, and, and the way they interact with each other. You know, so I'm from a little town in, in East Tennessee called Sunbright. Sunbright is a community. Is it a healthy community? Sometimes, sometimes it's not. So there's different types of communities. And you can say, no, they all have geography in common. And that's true, but they also have, you know, people in some part, what they also have in common is that we have to interact with each other. It's such a small town, you're going to have to interact with each other. Online communities, what do they have in common? They interact with each other. And, you know, some online communities have in common that they're all a fan of the same band or something. But if it's truly a community and not just fans of one band, it means they're interacting with each other. And that, to me, is what a community is. It's the relationships that you build inside your every day. You know, Uh, what's not a community is your job. Uh, Everyone out there listening, your boss is not your family. Unless it literally is. Sorry, Dad. But um, it's it's those relationships that make up your day-to-day existence. That's what a community is. And sometimes you're in a community you don't even want to be in one. You know, sometimes your day-to-day relationships... Ain't the community you would choose, but we're trying to mutually to us is a way to build a healthy community so that those day-to-day relationships um, are healthier, are more. Uh, it's you know, an organism. Conducive. It's a. It's a. It's 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 a, it's more than a machine, right? It's more than a machine because it's sure. more than it's an organism, and it's an organism which needs certain. Uh, not not that a machine does. It obviously needs oil and what have you, but you know, there's a certain kind of finesse which. Which a which a living organism needs in, in, in the environment. And he, you know, I'm not one of those people who's like art's going to save us. Some people are like that. He might be like that sometimes when he gets uh, really feeling yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But I am definitely one of those people where art is just a reflection. Good art is just a reflection of how individuals or communities feel. And so it's catharsis, it's connection, it's all those things. And I think I think that's the role, our role here tonight. And what I love so much about stuff like this is. We are the entertainment on the bill and to help raise money for a mutual aid fund. It's like cut and dry. It's basic. It's clean. Uh, I'm here uh, as, you know, a shiny object or whatever for people to come and pay money to watch and be entertaining. And then that money will go towards really, really cool things. Like, what is different about mutual aid from charity, I guess? You can protect against people having too much pride who don't want to hand out and you empower them when you set your things up in a way where it's like, look, uh, you know, if you need food, you can get food, but also this is mutual aid. You know, we ask and expect you to be back the next time. If we, uh, you know, we helped you put diapers on you, there's a flood over in the holler, two hollers over, bring your truck. And so I think that's one aspect of it. 
Also, mutual aid is symbiotic. Let's not forget that. That's what I'm saying. Man, what we going to do? We're going to celebrate the opportunity to have an experience and and, and help help someone else have a minute to where that they can have that stress off their life to where, you know, man, that's all, you know. Joy. Joy. What you're going to experience tonight is joy. Joy. Period. Man, I think as being an artist, and especially as being a rural artist, and why I feel like rural art, and especially in a place like this where rural art, your art is a commodity. Art becomes a commodity, and it becomes a commodity within the, like you see, you see this place here, and this stuff has, like somebody took this from the brickyards where they worked and put them in the kiln and made these masks. And like they're able to, there's just something so. What 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 is the word that I'm looking for? There there's something so. You are able to connect with people uh, in new ways and with new people. It, it, all art is is connection. That's all that it relating, is. Relating and yeah. relating, just relating to each other. But um, there's a survival in in, in rule art. What's what more makes relatable it than so, that? Right, 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 right. Well, he was a lawyer. I was in prison. His brother's in prison. My brother's in prison. My brother worked for the prison before he went to prison. Uh, you know, we've all heard the, uh, they're going to bring more jobs and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we have family members, or I do, who bought into some of that. Uh, you know, what can I say? Like, going back to the beginning of this with mutual aid, a lot of it for me is recognizing that we're on our own. You know, Anytime a politician of any stripe is promising you this thing that's going to help, but you know they're getting a kickback from a company to tell you that they don't have your back. They don't have your back. And on that note, I guess what I would add generally to the conversation is be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. It's really hard out there. Anyone who has power, if they're abusing it, call them out. Punch them if you want to. (laughs) But people who don't have power, Give them second and third and fourth chances to get it right. we went to the Grayson Gallery in Grayson, Kentucky, where East Kentucky Mutual Aid held a benefit show for its long-haul project of building community support through tough times. You heard from poet and event organizer Misty Skaggs, comedians Drew Morgan and DJ Lewis of the Into the Abiscuit podcast, Warren Tidwell from Hometown Action, and Raina Rue of Juniper Moon Folk Arts. You heard music today from Sasha Collette, Yellow Cuss, and Slut Pill. I'm Katie Myers, and that's a wrap for this week's Mountain Talk. You're listening to WMMT Real People Radio. Thanks for tuning in.